Welcome to the Cyfidelity Podcast, Episode 148, The New Hotness International. Let me tell you this in closing. I know we might seem imposing, but trust me if we ever show in your section. Believe me, it's for your own protection, because we say things that are quite raunchy, so don't listen if you're under 20. recording recording i am now also recording also yeah it's appropriate now dick bag (laughs) (laughs) fucking asshole uh go fuck yourself (laughs) wow we started off angry Uh, which is pretty much normal welcome to cyberdelli podcast i'm angry steve (laughs) This is Angry Patrick. This is Docile Michael. <laughs> uh, mildly confused Brian. God damn it. I mean, no. We're glad to have you here. <laughs> oh, oh. The cold opens where no one's prepared. Like, we like we didn't know what the fuck we were doing here today. I was just... Wait, you know. was you know, I supposed to prepare for this? Predi- <laughs> this is always predicated by announcing to everyone else that you are, in fact, recording. And uh, you got no excuse. <laughs> At any given uh, moment, once you say you are recording, you're just you gotta be ready. You gotta, you know, it's on. It is on. Wait for no one. About you not having an alibi, you ugly. Uh, uh, you <laughs> ugly. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right. So, so anyway, so Brian. Let's just go ahead and get this started, because quite honestly, I have not seen Men in Black International. I'm not going to be seeing Men in Black International until that shit's on a streaming service, because I don't care. Uh, (laughs) But I understand that you have some interesting viewpoints on Men in Black that I'm probably going to disagree with. So let's just go ahead and get this shit show started. Um, Brian, you want to take it away? (laughs) Well, I guess it all started when they... Right now today? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It came oh, out. Right. Right. Yeah, it came out like three or four weeks ago. Yeah, that's Something how like much that. Steve cares. for me to keep up with what is and what is not yet released. Uh, so I apologize for interrupting. Nah, that's fine. Yeah, it all started back with the original Men in Black, which my friends saw and were all excited. And then they said, you have to go see it. So I went and saw it. And I was like, this whole movie is predicated on the idea that that most of the people in the world are stupid and it's better to lie to them because as long as if you tell them the truth, they'll make life worse. And that bugged me. And I never really got over that. And, uh, the, the, that, that aspect of the show, which is central to the premise that we have to keep lying to everybody to keep the world working. And that, 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 uh, and so that has always soured Men in Black, the franchise, especially the first one, which was heavily into that. And then the bits I really liked about the first one, they totally trashed and threw out in the second one. So I didn't like the second one either. I actually did enjoy the third one. 
Brian, is this because you have a natural difficulty confronting reality? Is that why you don't like <laughs> that they lie to the public? Um, no, no, that would be if I was afraid, if I had a natural difficulty confronting fiction. Um, so, because then I'd I mean, want everybody to lie to me. If I was, if I didn't like reality, I'd prefer everyone lied to me. So well, we're not talking you- about you, right? You might be just fine. We have a process yeah. for determining whether or not you're fine. Uh, but the public, them, they, uh, no, they're idiots. I mean, there's and an we actual lie to them on purpose about that in the movie where well, he yeah. says a person is smart. People are stupid. Yes, <laughs> it was it was kind of the the direct antithesis of of Roddenberry's view on humanity that just bugged me. Except Roddenberry said it was going to take 300 years to get there because we're stupid now. He's not looking back at, you know, the early. Yeah, he didn't and going, say people have always the- been smart. Yeah, he's like, yeah, that's yeah, the but, pinnacle but, uh, of human civilization. Do, you, do people get smarter when you lie to them? I don't know. BuzzFeed exists. <laughs> <laughs> I think the lying to them doesn't make them doesn't make them smarter or dumber. Um, that is completely a so separate So we're not thing. trying to push civilization in any particular direction. We just um, yeah, okay with push it the way it uphill? is. No, I, I gotta, no, I gotta whoa, be. Whoa, 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 whoa! He just, he just. Do you see what he did? He just jumped to a conclusion, that, which was completely unwarranted. He just, he just slippery sloped his ass to. Oh, well, that's stupid. No, 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 no. Whether people, if you tell them the truth and that's better for them, that has to do with culture and society and whether or not we prize like intelligence and common sense and if people can work through their shit and not just be all all the fucking time about every fucking thing that has nothing to do with whether or not i'm lying to you i'm lying to you because you people suck now if you didn't suck i wouldn't have to lie to you but since you do i do so that's its own thing you're 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 putting the causation in the wrong in the wrong order there i will say this so the people inherently suck and the 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 information you you feed them does not affect their suckiness in in either direction have you been on you clearly have never had a customer support job i'm telling you (laughs) (laughs) patrick (laughs) patrick have you ever played civilization (laughs) five or any of the civilizations really You know how there's this diplomatic victory or a science victory? Mm -hmm. Those victories are way harder than just murdering everybody. (laughs) If you murder everybody, you also win. And the game doesn't make any equivocations about, oh, well, you got the easy win. It just says a thing like, oh, we solved this problem with war and millions have suffered and, uh, you know. Oh, uh, shit. I but, never looked at it but like a win's that a win. It's <laughs> kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just saying, path of least resistance here. Is, I will say uh, this: you develop the atomic bomb first, yeah. and you achieve victory. Yeah. I will say, Brian. Brian, I, 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 sorry. Go, go ahead, ahead, Michael. Well, I was just going to say this. I intrinsically disagree with your viewpoint because if I looked at it and I took it 
at face value, I might have the viewpoint that you had. But honestly, I actually think Men in Black is supposed to be a parody of that idea. I think they're supposed yeah. to be making fun of the idea that these people need to exist. I don't think you're supposed to be looking at Men in Black and taking it as straight, like, this is what the government is doing. If it would, if... if if I was honestly supposed to take them seriously and thinking that they were trying to say that this was the proper way that things were going to be done, I don't think it would be as slapstick comedy as it is. I don't think it's meant to be taken seriously. <laughs> well, yes. And, I, and I, I can't say I didn't enjoy watching the movie on some level, but I really had to make sure I turned my brain off to enjoy it. Um, and Not the, enough, apparently. Yeah, well, I, and, so, and the third one, I think I the reason part of the reason I was able to put all that aside is the third one they go back in time, and so there's a real reason to keep secrets. You will screw up history, which in most science fiction, screwing up history is considered a bad thing. So I was like, all right, there's there's a new reason to keep everything secret in this movie, and so it's not so bothersome um, as it was in the the first two. Um, I don't. Well, I mean, they're still lying to everybody about the existence of aliens. So. Yes, yes. It's not like it's not still there, but the the primary motivator in most of the de- secret, secrecy decisions and the bra- mind-wiping decisions was uh, related to the usual time travel hijinks and rules of time travel and not to the, 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 u- the rules in the first two films. So. Plus, oh. I just love time travel movies, and I thought that one was a pretty well done bit of time travel. I think he just doesn't like the idea that aliens might exist and somebody's keeping that information from him. I, absolutely, that would piss me off to learn <laughs> that. That would absolutely oh. piss me off if to find that out. So, <laughs> well, okay, I I could see how. I mean, you I'd would be overjoyed to learn that aliens are actually real. So I would get over the pissed off thing. Would that would be like the next day or something? But so, <laughs> well, okay, Co- to a couple things. One. You must have never studied history because it turns out that for human beings, it doesn't take much of a difference for us to treat people like shit. Like, you know, oh, you come from a country a hundred miles that way. Go fuck yourself. We're going to murder all of you. Like, that's just that's just how people have been over the millennia. I'm so, sorry. Is is there a problem with that logic? Fuck those guys. No, no, no I'm just saying. That's why we need to keep it that way? I don't know those sons of bitches. <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Their primary food is beets. No, 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 no. It's potatoes or nothing. <laughs> look, get your look, broadswords. Let's go murder a bitch. Uh, I yeah. have uh, stars on my bellies, and those fuckers don't. So they can yeah. go to hell. Okay. <laughs> and you know, I, I noticed that Doctor Who doesn't go on on like a on like a campaign to tell everybody that aliens exist. Like he, you know, he or she or. Whoever he generally the, doesn't care. He he just it's not that he doesn't care if they find out. He doesn't care if they don't find out. If there's a historical story where he has to make sure that history stays its course, then he pays attention to that. But then we're back to not screwing up history. It's not about whether or not humans learn about aliens or not. Yeah, but if that's the case, then why why what's with the uh, you know the psychic paper? Why wouldn't he just be like, oh yeah, no, there are aliens over there and they're fucking up all your shit, and I got to check it. Uh, because it, they don't believe him when he says that. So psychic paper gets the job done. So. Uh, okay. So so okay. So lying for a purpose is okay. 
I, I, I'm not saying lying uh, heroes who lie are all inherently bad. It's just when they've made it their prime directive to lie to everybody, that seems like we might be crossing a line somewhere. <laughs> and, okay, Brian, so, so secret organizations exist. Intelligence organizations exist. Yes. Are you opposed to the entire notion? Uh, no, just the idea that that like I mean. We don't. We wouldn't need to know every detail of what the Men in Black were up to um, to understand. Uh, we, 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 you know, as far as all their little politicking and spying, and and or they don't really spy much, but um, but to know that, that is they exist literally and that all their general they do. Job. <laughs> that is literally all they do. What sort spy. of foreign intelligence do they generally try to collect? <laughs> they seem more like uh, like secret service diplomats. <laughs> well, I mean. Yeah. Not black. all of the foreign intelligences, the alien intelligences, are friendly. So knowing what they're going to do is a reasonable effort. <laughs> all right, well. <laughs> this, that just broke Brian's brain. He's just no, like, I, I don't even know. I, maybe I missed. Was that a question? I, 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 it was not a question. You asked a question. I answered it. I don't know, Brian. I just... okay. I feel like so. Anyway, uh, well, <laughs> the movies. <laughs> no, okay, no, no. This, this is interesting. I want to dive into this. So, so Brian, if do you think there would be negative consequences if people thought that any random asshole was an alien? Um, they they already think all sorts of crazy stuff about random assholes. So yes, um, but if they knew for a fact that some of these random assholes were aliens, do you think that that would result in? negative consequences for regular humans right. and I, I think the when aliens. humans decide they want to go do something awful to somebody they they don't have too much trouble being creative enough to come up with a reason why to justify it uh, uh, Brian, <laughs> we're talking about i think you're not seeing humanity accurately we have people in our nation who are cultural culturally the closest to you that don't like people that come from another nation on this planet. Yes. And you think that those same people are going to be okay with people that are from another planet entirely and have zero cultural connection? I just don't, I don't know get if it, man. lying to them is the best way to deal with that problem. Okay, but you have that luxury. That's a, that's a luxury to imagine it's one way or the other. When you don't have to face any consequence for that decision either way, right? You have to give them some measure of, I don't know, a suspension of disbelief that there is consequence in their world, in this movie world, for fucking up. I mean, a lot of the stories that come out of the men in black world are preventing that very kind of fuck up. Yeah, well... I think one thing that we all have to recognize that Brian is the kind of person that will go into, say, Lost in Space, will see <laughs> just a crowd of angry alien spiders running at him, and his first thought is, we should negotiate with them. <laughs> so maybe well, I, it's I, just I, that Brian doesn't know how to handle an actual alien situation. <laughs> well, I don't know what else we can do. Pulling out a gun and shooting them seems like a, is closer to the, what I had a problem with. But uh, Brian, yeah. they, they gave us the universal symbol of I'm going to fucking eat your face by walking up and burying their teeth. I mean, hey, man, I'm sorry. 
uh, you do that shit to me, I'm gonna shoot, and I got a gun, I'm gonna shoot you. That's and just... that's how we got the first M- Earth Mimbari War. Oh, uh, this is fair. Which no, we this know is the first it's Earth also... Mimbari War because we're like, well, we beat the shit out of the Dilgar, so everybody can come suck our dicks, and uh, we didn't realize <laughs> on, that we weren't the top dogs in that fight. On on the opposite end, it's also what's called a Klingon hello. <laughs> yes, yes, this is true. Uh, right, but if like you shoot a Klingon in the face, it'd be like, all right, he's cool. Hey, he ain't a bitch. I, I, that's nice. We can be friends. Get some blood wine. Let's let's pick this up. Um, I thought you know, for a second you was a bitch, but when you shot, when you fired on my ship, I was like, yeah. now nah, he cool. His he health cool. must be strong. Yeah, he walked up. He walked up trying to talk to me like I was an intelligent fucking species, punk ass bitch. He's lucky I don't go back to his planet and kill all of them. That's what I. But then he shot at me, and I'm like, that's cool. We can be all cool. Right, well, that's fine. He's cool. I guess he. I mean, he tried to kill me, so he must be cool. So yeah. So we're, we're tight now. He's like my best. He's my road that's dog my now. That's my very so favorite kind of murderer. I'm gonna add him to my friends list. You know, hey man. No, Ryan. So this reminds me of the show. So I was watching this show, which is uh, kind of a documentary about uh, Ebola in the States in like the late 80s or something like that. And so they found the strain of Ebola and, um, you know, it was in you know this place where all these monkeys were. And so one of the monkeys had it. One of the guys that worked there got sick and they tested him. He's like, all right, he's got Ebola. And so... Everybody from Usamrid was like, oh, well, we should go and tell everybody that Ebola is here and that, you know, so we can stop the spread and make sure it doesn't kill anybody and blah, blah, blah. And the guy from the CDC was saying, look, we've done the math. If you go on the news and say that Ebola is here, then what's going to happen is that everybody is going to... Everybody with the sniffles is going to head to the hospitals and most of the doctors and nurses are going to say, go fuck this Ebola shit and they're going to try to leave. So then you have to have martial law. You have to get the National Guard in here. You have to do all of this shit. And we know that when shit hits the fan like that, there's going to be at least a thousand casualties from just people freaking out and fucking themselves up. So we don't want to go and tell everybody that... There's Ebola here until we know for certain that it's out there and it's being spread. So we would rather, we think it's better that, you know, 10 people get it before we go on the news and cause a thousand people to die trying to get away from it than to just tell everybody. So they kept that a secret for 30 years? uh, They kept it, well, it turns out that that strain didn't actually uh, transfer to humans in the same way that regular Ebola does. It was like a new strain, and so it tested positive. It was Ebola, but it didn't actually affect people. You got like a fever, and then you you got better, so nobody died. the Ebola litter? Kind of. It was like some random strain that was incubated in some random fucking monkey. And so, so it turns out, you know, three people tested positive for it. And they found some random monkey was going to get shipped off to Texas or someplace and they caught it before it got out there. So they, they basically contained all of it and no one died and, you know, there wasn't a panic. And so the guy from the CDC was like, look, we were kind of right. We didn't cause a panic and no one died. And it turned out no one died anyway. So I, I need to get a little meta. And uh, all, all three of you, I, I appreciate that you're listening, but I'm going to speak now directly to the listeners. Before we recorded, uh, I made a comment. We were talking about show topics, and I said that every time Brian 
has an opinion where the rest of us disagree, he gets obliterated. And uh, it's not, I don't know how to explain it any other way than we can't tolerate differing ideas from Brian (laughs) (laughs) personally. Like many other people, maybe you are sitting there screaming at us, but the three of us collected sitting around listening to Brian say something we don't like, it is brain murder. And we have to just shout him down and beat him with our mind clubs until he stops doing that. We even gave it a name. It's called What the Frell. You can can look for that on our website at scifishow.net and find that. That's up there. Yeah, uh, we were going to call it the uh, tribunal listen. of the anti-Brian, but what the frell flows off the tongue better. So, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, it's a nerd reference. If you if you get that, give us a like and a share. Be sure to hit the bell, subscribe. <laughs> Actually, all that's YouTube crap, and I don't really care about that. Um, <clears throat> but you know, we got a website. Share us up. I don't know why we do this. Really, I don't know. But this is what we do here. All right, I'm done. I like the bitch show pimp. I just like they just throw that in there. Yeah. It's like uh, I'm just, I'm a pimp in the middle today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So so we we've discussed so, your issue with Men in Black as a franchise. Yes. As as two people that have actually seen the most recent movie, uh Patrick and Brian, uh mm. what were your thoughts on this Will Smithless um movie in the franchise Men in Black International because I don't know that I'm going to be seeing this movie until it's free for me to watch <laughs> me either oh it it was it was fine I mean it was uh, like it didn't blow my socks off but it wasn't bad I liked it I guess Brian? my review was setting aside the complaints I've already made which continue to persist in this new film and I mean they are baked into the premise I can totally I wasn't expecting anything different um there the first half of the movie is about the new character I think M um and sure. then the second half of the movie is about H was it uh, sure. Thor. Right. You're gonna. You're, I was gonna say that, you're gonna the first half of the movie is about actors. Valkyrie, and the second half of the movie is about Thor. For all you MCU fans, and, okay. Um, I was gonna say, I, I'm gonna have to. You get. You can't use just letters. Man. Yes. And it felt to me like at some point they got bored writing a story, uh, writing her story, and started and decided they would start writing uh, his story, Thor's story, and. It kind of feels a little uneven, especially since I really liked her story and I was just kind of okay with his story. Um, so she basically stops all her, finishes her character arc about halfway or maybe even a third of the way into the movie. And then the rest of the time it's following Thor's character arc. And that feels uneven to me as a, as a two hour film construct that, that, that we should have a protagonist who, who, who we can follow the whole way through the film. It's not that she's not there the rest of the movie, but she doesn't really change or do anything terribly influential or be, or, or stand in the spotlight for the rest of the film, in my opinion. Um, she's kind of the, becomes the sidekick about halfway through. Well, and I, mean, I thought that was, Less than ideal. Aside from that, it's fine. Based on what (laughs) I've seen from the trailer. Yeah, I was going to say, based on what I've seen from the trailer, she was destined to be the sidekick. I mean, basically, I mean, since you guys don't care, I mean, she's basically Will Smith in the first movie. She's somebody that didn't know about this world and is Mm -hmm. just learning everything about it. And so we're kind of seeing it through her eyes. But then they're like, okay, we've kind of already done that. 
and I don't know where we can take that. There has to be something going on. Like, just like in the first one, right? It was, there was uh, Edgar's trying to get his ship so he can start the war, so he can take the galaxy. Like, there had to be something bigger. And so the, the bigger thing was involving Thor. And, you know, Thor had to dive a little bit deeper into that so we would actually know what was going on. Because it's not like a straightforward external thing. It it has to do with him and his a little bit of his backstory. So, gotcha. I mean, I, you know. I, w- I will say... Will Smith never felt like the sidekick, though. I will say that. He definitely, yeah, in the first one, Will Smith never felt like the sidekick. Yeah. He definitely felt like the hero for the entirety of the film. Yes. This is true, but he is more charismatic than Tessa Thompson. Than Tessa Thompson. Um, Yeah. I mean, that's 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 the role that he plays in every movie is, you know, like he's kind of larger than life, and she was not larger than life. So I don't know that. I, I don't know that that would work well. She didn't unless, have no big you know, bully style. Yeah. Well, I mean, unless unless they had like some big giant character arc, but then that's kind of I don't know. I, that seems that would seem kind of hackneyed to me. That you know, brand new guy comes in and just does everything like is the best thing ever. So I don't know. Would um, you watch it so again? You, so you thought Doctor Strange was hackneyed? <laughs> You know, Doctor Strange yeah. is not one of my not one of my top fair, um, fair point MCU yeah. movies. I, so I will grant it's, you, it's, it's, it it's is pretty a little damn low weird. on that list. Yeah, I, I, I'll be honest with you, it is a little weird that he shows up and it turns out to just be better than everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> like he's super awesome. So yeah, I, I I don't know what what I did notice in in this one, and it's you know whatever, it's fine, but. Um, as they do in all the movies, they have to ramp everything up, right? And so I feel like the person that wrote this movie said, oh, hey, they have all of this alien technology. We should use more of that, except using more of that is goes completely counter to their mandate of keeping alien technology secret. So there's a scene where a guy is just, he's riding an alien hover bike through like a really heavily packed um, market in like Calcutta or someplace. And um, like they do a little token show of neuralizing the first, like the first hundred people that see him. But as they're flying through the rest of it, they don't neuralize anybody else. And they're kind of like, ah, fuck it, whatever. It's a flying bike. That happens here all the time. No one. So. um yeah, who cares? And then, like, earlier in the thing, there's kind of, like, a shootout in the middle of the street, and, you know, no one's really worried about trying to cover that up or keep it secret, whereas in the very first movie, you know, Will Smith is like, hey, we gotta we gotta kill this giant cockroach in a person's body, or it's gonna be whatever, and Tommy Lee Jones is like, no, that's all, that's always happening. There's all, the Earth is always going to be destroyed. What's most important is that these people don't know that that's going to happen. So keep it on the down low. We'll wait till we get to the World's Fair and then blow some shit up then. Or So what I'm hearing is, and this goes with uh, other complaints that I've heard you make in other superhero movies, you don't like it when the writers get lazy. Like when a yeah. superhero is walking around without his mask on. Motherfucker. And, and yes. then nobody says woo about that shit, and there's no consequences to it. Motherfucker. So. I hate that the most <laughs> of anything. And, and it, this sounds like a similar complaint. <laughs> yes. yes. It's also a departure from 
the book, the origin. Right. So, yeah. well, in but, a significant well, way, like in a principal way. Yeah. Which is not to say that the original, the original didn't do it. I mean, it's kind of a complaint about Men in Black 2 and the end of Men in Black 1. The whole purpose of them being the Men in Black is if you see, I mean, historically, if you see some guy walking around in a black suit, you're like, oh, okay, that's just, you know, that's some mid-level bureaucrat or whatever. They're all over the place. You, you, they don't stick in your head, right? But then at the end of Men in Black, what did they do? They weren't in like a regular black suit. They were in a modern pimp, you know, black suit with fancy sunglasses and shit. And like, you stand out. And when Will Smith is in the second one with his Mercedes, you stand out, sir. Because if I see a, a nice looking Mercedes, I'm a look. And the whole with, point of them with driving around. shit all over the place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, it, but, the whole point of them driving around cool. that LTD was that, oh, it's an old fucking car. No one, who gives a shit who drives that? Right, but it looked cool. Yeah. <laughs> that was, the, I'm sure, that was the argument. But it looks cool. Yeah, but I, that defeats old the whole goddamn versus purpose. new hotness. We're familiar. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I'm sure, like, it looks cool, but like the whole point of it is not is it's not to look like anything. It's to blend you in know, with everybody mm-hmm. else, right? So this is this is the effect of your Hollywood stylist. Yep. Yeah. Also, every shot in a Transformers movie. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Can anyone flashy thing me for the Transformers movies? Because I just like to not know that they ever happen. <laughs> You're gonna lose a lot if I flashy thing you for the Transformers movie at this point. I mean, you know, it, it might be worth. Yeah, it. it's okay. No, no, no. You, you, you. You procreated since then. That's not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when we can't selectively remove the Transformers no. movies, it's, it's got to no, be everything. That's not how it works. It takes out a whole chunk of time. That's why Kay didn't remember shit until he got flushed down the super deneuralizer. Whatever. Yeah. Also, lazy writing. <laughs> yeah. Well, button. I'm not a fan of men in black 2 i will say this i like men in black 1 i love men in black 3 i i sometimes have trouble figuring out which one i like more selena i i i think i'm gonna go yeah. with men in black 1 yeah. serlina whatever get out of my face Cena. <laughs> tell me yeah, i like, wasn't I'm tell like me you, i didn't Ryan. hold my own on the playground where this yeah. these sorts of insults were what made you or broke you <laughs> I will also say I was surprised there wasn't at least a tiny uh, Will Smith or Tommy Lee Jones cameo um, in International. I'm going to be honest with you. That I think was, Tommy uh, Lee Jones is done with Men in Black. Yeah. Well, I, I, I just figured there'd be some little two-minute thing in there somewhere. And that, that it was not didn't ruin the movie for me or anything, but it was surprised me. Yeah. Eh, if they could have gotten either of those guys, it wouldn't have been the Thor and Valkyrie show. And let's be clear, they only hired those two because of Thor Ragnarok, because they were great in that movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. that and I'm pretty sure Tessa Thompson has as many movies as she's been in. She's got to have some dirt on somebody. She's in every fucking movie. Like, every fucking movie. She's no, she's, fucking place. she's the new Sam Jackson. And, and TV. Westworld. Mm, Westworld. Thor Ragnarok. Oh, shit. Yeah, she was on Westworld. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, she's on everything, but do you remember her five minutes after her scene is over? No. No. <laughs> the only way I know that is by going to IMDb 
And the only way you can get this show is by going to scifishow.net, which I'm sure you already know. We're on Twitter, of course, at Sci-Fi Show. And we're on the Book of Faces. Lo, I hate that place with a great passion. Facebook.com forward slash Sci-Fi Show. It is our sincere hope that you will share this show with someone you know would appreciate it. Thank you for downloading, listening, and subscribing to the Sci Fidelity Podcast. Until next time, I'm Steve. This is Patrick. This is Michael. This is Brian. Elvis isn't dead. He just went home. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. I thought you were going to say some bullshit. Okay. Uh, <laughs>